When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sharp Tank, no jumper, sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And today, <laughs> I got Adam on the other side of this motherfucker today, so we're going to kick some shit, man, and talk some shit. Let's kick it off, man. We was just talking about the, uh, the situation with uh, the exotic chick off of Soft White Underbelly. Let's lay it out. Let's so, lay it out. So exotic is a woman from Los Angeles, I believe. She was on Soft White Underbelly. She got a big-ass tattoo with some roses on her face, just in case you're uh, wondering exactly who we're talking about. Apparently, there was a pimp's name under the roses at one point. And uh, our man, Mark, it strikes me all the time when I see the stuff that he be getting into. He's a a very different type of dude than me because he's got a heart of gold. He sent her all this money. Yeah, well, like I said, like... It was the. It wasn't necessarily just him. He there was a GoFundMe. There's a GoFundMe for Soft White Underbelly. Okay. Okay. Which it'll just go to just you know help and support the channel shit like that. But people got in there and was like, hey, make sure this girl Exotic gets the money. So okay. they were making sure as they were sending it, they were letting fucking shit be known. I think she had four marriage proposals. <laughs> Like, these guys fucking, like, really, like, hit Mark up and, like, typed all this shit out of why they would be great for her, you know, in life. But when I see a girl like that, it doesn't really strike me that she wants to be saved. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think, you know, even despite having the big blob tattoo on her face, it feels like she could probably go off and get a job at Sears. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I sort of got from talking to the other uh, prostitute royalty who was on here that was Mm -hmm. on Software Underbelly before. Mm -hmm. I said to her, I'm like, what if if you had a job waiting for you right now? You can make your, you know, $50,000, $60,000 a year, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. and you could just do that. She's like, oh, no, I got to get it today. I got to get the money fast. Well, you know, people, you, you got to think about it, man. A lot of people, you know, they live, especially in cities, like big cities, man. You know, motherfuckers live fast lifestyles, you know. I would mm-hmm. I would think, you know, there's a lot of people. I've, I've lived that, you know, fast lifestyle, you know. It, it's, you know, getting into the game and things like that, man. You know, there was nothing that, there was no bill you couldn't pay for overnight. You know, there wasn't mm-hmm. nothing. You get out, you get your bread. You know, it's fast cash, man. It's fast money. You know, take care of your problems today. I feel it, but it's just sort of when I when I hear a girl say that, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, oh, this is like a very short sighted way of viewing your life. Like she clearly would rather have the tumultuous evenings of making money bit by bit and walking away with, you know, however many dollars in yeah. cash at the end of the night, even though you're taking a huge risk of getting your ass beat and getting raped and God yeah. knows what else might possibly happen. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck. She wanted to just get the money and then presumably get it in cash so that she could spend it. And she, the, the idea of like having a job that pays you, you know, a thousand dollars at the end of the week or whatever was like completely foreign to her because she wants that money in hand 
to take care of all her vices in the moment, right? Well, doesn't everybody have that that type of situation where it's instant gratification? Everybody wants now, man. They see something, they want it right now. They don't want to wait, man. Mm. And, and like I said, instant gratification, it's a cancer. It's a sickness. That's a, a very big uh, symptom of our society these days. You know, yeah, we, we grew up sure. very, very slow mm -hmm. in comparison. Yeah. It's, you know what, man? And I see these kids. It's different for them. Like, we, we kind of look at them like, what the fuck are you doing? But they're living in now. Right. What you know what I'm saying? We're older, man, so we don't get to see everything these kids are going through. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's different, man. It's, it's changed. I Whole used world to change. After school, we would get home and everybody would call each other to mm -hmm. figure out what we were gonna do. Mm -hmm. Which I think is hilarious now, because now you would be on the bus texting each other, figuring well, out what you were going to do. Well, when we were kids, you know, <clears throat> what I would do is I'd get up in the morning, get dressed, go to my homie's house, get him. He gets dressed, we go over to the other homie's house. He gets dressed, we get him. By the time 12 o'clock comes around, we're all together. Right. You know what I'm saying? That used to be the fun about it, you know? But you kind of had to be together, because nowadays... You and all your best friends or whatever, even if you're in the same city, you could be texting each other mm -hmm. and, and being in the group chat or whatever it is, staying in touch with each other. Yeah. Whereas back then, if you wanted to, like, you know, enjoy some of the company of your friends, you had to be together. It made a lot more sense to roll Fucking around right. like that. Fucking right. That's how changed. it was. Yeah, man. It's not it's not like that no more, man. These kids, like I said, they rather get in their parents, you know what I'm saying? They they medicine cabinet, grab some pills, chuck them down, you know, sit back and trip the fuck out and throw up blood. It's 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 a trip what these kids are into today. Like, what happened to going outside and riding fucking bikes? Oh yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, going outside, scraping your knees up and shit. No, man, you want to go down the street and beat up this person, beat up that person, or steal from out of somebody. Like, motherfuckers be tripping out here these days, man. They don't got no no morals. Or they craft the crimes on social media because they can watch what everybody's doing. You know, I never understood that. Like, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do anything illegal, like if you're gonna do that, why post your shit on social media? Why post money? Why post guns? You know, y'all making it easy for the police. Like, yeah. they don't even they ain't got to do shit. All they got to do is just go and click a button, and they get to see everything. There's all their evidence. I know you pretty well. Yeah, spoken to you plenty. Yeah. People always try to ask me, like, does Sharp do this? Is Sharp involved? I'm, I have no fucking clue, honestly. He's like, if, if there is anything to hide, yeah. he's doing a great job hiding it because I have no fucking clue yeah. if there is any sort of I ain't mischief. Doing, I ain't doing nothing but working hard and living life, baby. I like that. That's it. Working hard and living life, man. There ain't nothing else to it mm. but to do it. So, okay, <laughs> since our last time doing the interview, yeah. a lot has changed yes. in the sense that I think that you coming on and us taking you on with No Jumper has really mm. opened your eyes to like what your potential is and how much the people really fuck with you. Uh, let's speak about that. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Right. I, I like that, you know, because, and like I said, you know, there's gonna be some bad that, that comes with the good, I get that. So, you know, the people that be criticizing, hey man, I still love you, fuck you, you still watching. What's the criticism <laughs> that's actually made an impact on you that has actually stood out to you? Um. To be honest, just sitting back, taking my time more with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd be ready to just get on that ass. You know what I'm saying? But that's just me, man. Like, I'm not about to, I can't sit back through an hour of bullshit. It's hard for me, man. It's hard for me to sit back and just kick a whole bunch of drag in a brown paper bag. I can't do that. We mm -hmm. got to make some substance of the conversation. And that's what I feel like I brought to Sharp Tank, you mm -hmm. know, was bringing some substance to it. Okay, yeah, we can kick the shit. We can do all the, but we got to get to some some of the realness now. I, I told somebody yesterday, I was like in an interview, I said, nobody, 
who everybody just has a great story nobody struggled no more mm. you don't hear like struggle has gotten thrown out like a fucking it's crazy like it's just here today gone tomorrow nobody struggles no more nobody goes through it let's talk about where you got to today like how right. you got to where because you had to go through some things and that's one thing that i was actually saying to kiki when we were driving around yesterday is i mm. told him because you know he's in the process of very much like getting his feet wet with podcasts and everything mm -hmm. right now. And I said, Shout out you, to Kiki. you always have the option of putting, of sacrificing a little bit of yourself, go into your mind, think about something embarrassing that happened to you. Think about a time in which your manhood was questioned in which yeah. somebody put you to the test in which, yeah. you know, think about a time where a girl actually hurt your feelings. These are the stories that are actually gonna really grip the audience because those right. are the things that you can't really fake you know like right. zero in on things like real experiences that you've had that meant a lot to you and talk about those and a lot of people get into the podcasting game and they think that they're gonna have these very boring surface level conversations and mm -hmm. that they're going to at some point develop a connection with their audience and i feel like if you want to really make it as a podcaster you have to be willing to give something up, to, to, to let the world see you in a way that sometimes is not so flattering that, that shows that you're human. Right. See, people, people say like, uh, you know, nobody ever wants to talk about their shit, but if you talk about it and you see where you're at now, you'll even be proud of you. I'm, I'm never here to downplay people. Mm. I try to bring, show where you are, look where you are now. Let's think back on some of the bullshit. Let's think back on it and where it's gotten you to today. You're still living. You're still breathing. You're able, a motherfucker is able to sit there and talk to me or mm -hmm. whoever they go and decide to be on a podcast with or whatever. You know, you get to reflect on who you are and where you've been, where you are now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And where you're headed. Definitely. And a lot of times when we have like, you know, OnlyFans girls on and stuff, sometimes they're great. Sometimes... They give you a sort of rosy picture of what their life has been like that's sort of like, yeah, I grew up here and it was great and then I moved here and then I started doing OnlyFans and now I'm rich and yay. And it's kind of like, there's two options. A, you're glossing over all of the shit that happened in your life that actually made your life interesting. Mm. Or B, you are actually so vapid and so fucking stupid and so out of touch with what it is to be a human being mm that you've actually given your life that little insight that you have nothing to say about your own life because you are actually that dumb. Now, I actually don't think almost anybody is like that. I think everybody goes through their struggles, their depression, their turmoil. Yeah, yeah I think, I'm gonna be honest, man. Like some of the OnlyFans girls that I've uh, gotten to encounter and you know do things with, them chicks, man, like they look like they had some pretty good upbringings. Mm. Like it didn't look like like when you put their kid picture next to their, you didn't see no pain in it. They was happy. Mm. Looks like they were living their life. So I feel like you know you disrespecting your people for doing that, for like acting acting out and acting an ass. You can still do your thing and be ladylike about it, man. You ain't gotta immediately jump somebody's dick to be to be on to be that. I'm right. sorry, like not not in this game, man. Not in the podcast game. Not trying to come sit down. You're supposed to, you're supposed to project the best image of you possible mm. when you step in front of a camera. You're not supposed to get on camera and act ratchet. Keep that shit in the house. But Lock they're it like up. fake ratchet, man, bro. <laughs> this shit crazy, man, to me. One, but okay, this is this is how the world has changed, though. One significant thing that's changed about the world I've mm. noticed is back in the day in the '80s and the '90s, if you had a girl go into porn. There was a stereotype, and I would say that it was overwhelmingly true, mm. that 
if you got into that line of work at that time that you maybe had daddy issues, childhood trauma, mm. et cetera. Mm. Nowadays, there's just so much money for a hot girl to make online that I don't think you need any trauma to make the rational decision that like, oh, no. I, I could show some nipples and no. uh, maybe slip a finger in my butt and I'm not, uh, I'm I'll not, be rich. I'm not okay. going to say everybody didn't have trauma. Like there was some trauma, but most people, man, even back in the day, motherfuckers do it because that's what they choose, man. It's yeah. a choice. God gives everybody something in common, one thing in common, that's choice. So you do get to make the choices, man. Mm. You, even if you chose to just be in that situation that one time and it sucked you the fuck in for the rest of your life, you made that choice. Right. Correct? Yeah. Come on. Like it's common sense. But that's why when I'm looking at exotic, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this bitch she she was you know like I, I i see enough trauma from her that she been through enough in her life that it don't really seem like she got a corporate job in her future she like she's, she's used bang. to being around these motherfuckers and yeah. the reason why the dude that's overseeing her career is mm -hmm. the kind of dude that he is is because she gravitates towards dudes who are in that way of life mm -hmm. you know yeah. I feel for it, but it is what it is. Hey, man, listen, man. Them type of chicks right there, they going to do what they want to do, man. You can't – and I'm sure you can – this is a general statement. Like, you can't change – nobody's going to change until they're honestly, truly ready to change, man. Mm. You can put in all the money. You can send them to fucking rehab. You can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to help this person, and they're not going to change until they're ready to change. It's got to – it's a light. It's something that's got to click inside them. Clip that part and send that to Mark. Because I'm still so taken aback by the fact that Mark kept sending this girl money. Yeah. When it was like, I'm listening to him tell the story, and I'm like, oh, my God, Mark, you really fell for this one. Jesus to be, Christ. To be honest with you, man, to be honest, I really believe Mark is in it to try to help people, man. I believe yeah. he would have did that for a man. He would have, bro. Mm -hmm. it, I don't. I don't think it's just girls. I don't think it's just he's trying to. He's just doing it for chicks. No, anybody that's came through his channel and he feels like, hey, you know, he can help them or he's in position to help them. Yeah, he's gonna try. Yeah, you know. And I, I have to give him his roses on that. There's not a lot of people out here that are at least trying to help. Now, him, you know, getting beat for some of the money. Okay, ha ha. But that's kind of, you know, what I'm saying. It, but it's fucked up, you know, because there is good people out here that are trying to help people. You it's know? just I realized very early. On when I was working downtown, which is like I was working around the corner from uh, where mm. he does his thing. Apparently, I, I haven't seen where he's at, but I was told it was like a couple blocks from where we had our bike shop. I, I realized very quickly that when it comes to these motherfuckers, and when I talk about these motherfuckers, I'm talking about you know street people, vagrants, homeless people, meth heads, crackheads, whatever the fuck it is, you mm. know. That as far as how I look to them, I look like an opportunity because they know. Then I got a little bit of money, and at that time, it was a very, very little amount of money. Mm. But they know that $10 to me ain't shit, and $10 to them is the fucking world. So they're mm. going to do anything in their brains to get close to me, mm. to be able to try to separate me from the funds that I got. <laughs> and so as a result, I ain't going to give you nothing because I saw how it happened. There, there was this one motherfucker that we called Peep Game for whatever reason who would always be Peep kicking game? Peep Game. We would yeah, call him Peep that. Game. He was always at the store. He said Peep Game one time, I think, and we just kept calling him Peep Game. <laughs> and uh, somebody gave him a dollar one time. Yes. This motherfucker came back every day for the next two, Dog. three years because all, you know, if he came back every day and he even got $1 per year, mm. 
That's a significant sum of money to him. He's coming for that dog. Bro, it's like pigeons. You feed them once, bro. They gonna exactly. be around that motherfucker. They ain't going nowhere, bro. They gonna remember that time you thought you remember you threw me that crumb? Yeah, man, I brought a couple buddies. They need some crumbs too. <laughs> I remember I had a girl kicking it with me from like Kansas or some shit, you know, some middle of nowhere ass place. So she's hanging out with me at the store. Yeah. And that dude, I think, comes around and she gives him a couple cigarettes or a dollar or some shit. And I had to tell her, I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. And not just because I'm going to find it annoying, but because you're standing outside of my store doing that, which means this motherfucker is going to keep coming back and keep yeah. asking for something. So any kind of charity in that scenario became yeah. a huge liability for what we had going well, on. You know, you got to learn that if you're downtown. I'll, I'll tell you this, man. I like to help people, man. I help the homeless, man. I don't want to see nobody hungry, man. Like, yeah, all right, I might talk shit. I talk shit to a lot of people, but I'm talking some truth, man. I don't ever be talking just no bullshit, but neither here nor there. Like, I, I help people. I don't want to see nobody down like that. I don't want to see nobody hungry, man. They stomach touching their back. I know what that shit feel like, and it don't feel good. You know what I'm saying? I know what it feels like to sleep on the floor. See, I'll tell you this. Like, people who, who and I'm not saying you've knocked them or knock homeless people, but people who, you know, knock homeless or people like that, like, why don't you do some of the shit that they do? Like, if you laugh at them, right, you feel like it's funny, go through some of the shit they do. Go sleep on the floor for 30 days. <laughs> Just outside. Sleep on your sleep on the, in the backyard on the floor. And I'm talking about a hard floor, not the grass. <laughs> don't try to get no cushion. You know what I'm saying? And find you a fucked up blanket. Or go without eating, where you can only eat two, three days. It, it'll give you a different perspective on what the homeless go through. Now, do I believe that a lot of people out there made them choices? Mm. Yes, I do believe that a lot of people made them choices to get themselves to where they're at. But some people, man, you'll be surprised, man. There's people that are really homeless that are not drug addicts. I that 100% are not agree. drug people. My thing is, I can give to a homeless person. When mm. I go downtown, I'll be giving up money. I'll hand, hand people $5 bills, whatever the fuck it is. Mm. It's all good because mm. I don't live there. So I get to do that and then move on and go back to where I live behind a big-ass gate. And I don't got to deal Makes with sense. it. When you're side-by-side <laughs> side with these motherfuckers, I'm just going to keep on these motherfuckers as just yeah. like a general tent that you could kind of throw everybody downtown under. No, no pun intended. <laughs> a lot of them do live in tents. <laughs> but um, I'm just saying, when you're in that environment daily and mm. you start making it clear yeah. that you're not that opposed to giving them money, yeah. then all of a sudden they are going to find ways to separate you from your money. And with Mark, he's obviously somebody that has bread. It's just you're making yourself way too vulnerable by making it that obvious to people that you're down to help out. If you're mm. going to give, I would say figure out like a more structured way to go about doing it that doesn't necessarily end up with, you know, some girl's pimp fucking extorting you for $20,000 or whatever the situation may have been. Yeah, you know, man, I don't, I don't really, you know, I, I don't really want to get too deep about his, what he actually <laughs> It's did. not about him. I'm just I, general I, life know, advice. Because what he did, yeah, just general life advice. <laughs> but, you know, I really believe that he just got stuck in something that – when you, you start, listen, man, how you start is how you finish. If that's how you started, you started giving somebody money, that's pretty much how it's going to finish. I don't think he's had any more problems with that situation. I talked to him. He doesn't seem like he's had any problems, man. He's been just taking care of his business, been dropping content. So, I mean, it sounds like everything's back on board. Because, you know, I've been checking on him, like, just to make sure. Because he, he seemed a little worried, man, you know. Because mm. hey, that's not him. That's not how he gets down. You know, he's not, he's just, he's a, he, he's just capturing the moments. That mm. man is badass behind the camera. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a cameraman, that dude is dope. And 
what he does, man, like I salute him, man. I ain't got nothing. I can't even say nothing bad about Mark. No, I, I think he's doing his thing. And I'm not saying you are either, right. but my, like my concern just comes for his well being too. Yes, because yes. that situation didn't end up violent for him or anything. Yeah. But it's very easy for me to imagine a situation that would not go as smoothly and in which he could clearly be like a victim. Just because when people realize that you maybe are willing to give so much, yeah. who knows what the fuck else could be lurking behind the corner. I told his ass, go get the biggest pistol you can find. Who gives, hey man, shit, walk around, you ain't got no problems, man. You ain't got no Fs or nothing on your report card. You straight, go get yourself something. That I said, man, defend yourself, Mark. Mark with the Desert Eagle. Defend your motherfucking self. I said, bruh, get out know. there. It's kind of hard for me to. I mean, I would like. He needs to go to the range. Let's go to the range, Mark. Let's yeah, see what you got. Yeah, bro. I told Mark, man, shit, defend yourself, man. Don't let nobody run up on you. Mm. You got a storefront to defend, man. It ain't. You can't let nobody just come and just and play with you like that. And he he understands, man. You know, he's just not like that. Mark is mm. there's just some people, man, that are overall just nice people. Right. You just can't really they don't have that bad bone in their body. And that's when you get worried move. when you see somebody who's got a heart of gold yeah. and they're mixing and mingling with these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you label them. I'm just saying that's that's an easy hey. describer. <laughs> I like how you label that shit. Yeah, these motherfuckers for real. Like, like even with us, like uh, you know, we're uh, starting a, a no jumper store on Fairfax mm -hmm. in Hollywood. Great area, you know, area with a lot of uh, you know affluent people, people yeah. who are well off, etc. In that kind of environment, there's always going to be a motherfucker who wants to separate the people who are out here obeying the law and, and, and doing well for themselves. So when I think about being in that area, my security at this point, like when I'm going there, is going to have to be 10 toes down, like 100% at all times. Because, you know, like once you're in a position where you're supporting a lot of people, helping a lot of people, et cetera, all of a sudden, me getting into a situation kind of feels like a bigger deal than it ever felt before because if something happens to me, then what the fuck does this business look like going forward? It's going to be all, you know, so uh, I would say being downtown, that concern would even be amplified. I'll be real with you. There's a lot of great mother, like, you know, people, places that people are afraid to go to, they're like, oh, shit, I'm not going over there. Believe it or not, man, you go over there, some good people, man, good-hearted mm -hmm. people. Ain't nobody really on that shit. I mean, unless you really press them, unless you're mm -hmm. over there pressing them. Like, nobody's like that. Everybody, nobody just waking up with a chip on their shoulder in these type of places, you know? In Skid you, Row, there's some chips you, on shoulder, yeah. Sean. I'm sorry, man. I mean, there's some people waking up, man, as you know, they got the monkey on their back, and they're oh, trying to yeah. get that off. You know, they're trying to get that demon off their back, man. They're not trying to, so they got to go find it. Of course, they're a little pissed off because some of these people's issues, their 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 anger is drug-fueled, you know what I'm mm. saying? Because they might not have it. They're getting dope sick. Mm -hmm. It happens, you know what I'm saying? So a motherfucker's going to sit there and they ain't going to want to just, they ain't going to wake up all chipper. Mm. You know what I'm saying, bro? It's there was a moment that uh, really, like, in terms of my downtown experience that mm -hmm. kind of made me realize that I had to get the fuck out mm -hmm. was I was walking down the street to get some pizza late at night. It's like 8 p.m. I'm going to grab a couple slices of pizza for dinner. I'm walking back. I'm holding the pizzas. There's a fucking dude uh standing in the middle of the street and he's, mm. he looks like short or some shit he's like bent over and i'm wondering what the mm. fuck is this and as i get closer i realize that it's a dude who's just kind of like this and he's pissing all over himself with his pants down and he's also vomiting like onto the same spot where he's pissing in mm. the middle of the street yeah. and that always stands out to me as like that's when i decided 
that maybe this wasn't good for my <laughs> quality of life or for the way that I was living, you know? Hey, man, like, let's, let's be real. Like, in all actuality, there's a lot of people that are homeless that have mental issues, man. Mm. That's got, you know what I'm saying? That's got them type of problems that, you know, you got a lot of crazy people running around in the street, man, that are getting no help. Mm. That are getting no help, man. It just occurred to me that maybe my mental issues are being magnified at this point because I'm around <laughs> motherfuckers who are puking all over themselves hey, at 8 p.m. Hey. and I'm, I'm holding pizza, enjoying the smell of the Is pizza, it, and now hey. all of a sudden I'm smelling your vomit and urine. What's more fucked up that he's vomiting and pissing on himself in the middle of the street or that somebody's not trying to help him? People rather watch than help, man. I would, I would rather that. do neither. I would not rather ignore. Not saying that you're trying to go over and, and fuck with this man's bodily fluids. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Grab a cup. Understandable. Here, let me catch up for but you. But I'm just saying, like nobody. <laughs> Go grab a fucking bucket and a, and a hey, rag and start cleaning that shit. Hey, man. No, no. I'm just saying, like, a motherfucker got to... Listen, man. Motherfucker, it's just crazy to me. Like, I'm not saying you, but right. just, like, nobody calls the ambulance. Nobody's trying to help. There's no type of assistance. There's nobody helping anything, man. Like, nobody's yeah. trying. Like, everybody just rather just drop our shit. That's his problem. Shit, I don't know well, what to... But that's a defense mechanism that you basically adopt in there because if you were to go and and give some attention to whatever someone's going through in a situation like that, you'd be doing it 10 times a day, just walking to work because you see so much fucked up shit. So it causes you to really start to just like block everything out. And you could see the most deranged shit going on and you just, you've seen it so many times that you end up just walking past it. Nowadays, if I see one guy sleeping on the fucking ground outside my house, <laughs> it really stands out to me like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? What happened I mean, to this that dude? Would, yeah. that, that would stand out to you. Mm. But if you really look at what's going on in the world, man, like there's more watchers than helpers. Mm. You know, it's nobody, true. nobody, and I, nobody wants to help, man. I mean, I'm sure there's been a couple of times. Yeah, I've seen some shit. I'm not gonna lie and be, but that when do we break that cycle? Including mm. myself. When do we break that cycle? I'll throw myself under the bus in it because I've done it from time to time. I try to help as much as I can, bro. But I can't help the world. I'm one person. For you know? me, it's just like the the liability of inserting myself into a situation with two crazy people mm. just feels like too much of a risk. Like there's been times in my life mm. where I saw a fucking dude and a girl fighting and it kind of looked like the dude was like beating the girl's ass a little bit and mm. it seemed kind of fucked up. Mm. And I got a little bit closer because, you know, riding bikes all those years, you would just see so much crazy shit happen on the street. You know, you get a little closer and you start to realize like, and yeah, it, yeah, he's a dude and she's a girl, but yeah. they both seem so deranged that them beating the shit out of each other doesn't really, eh, like, am I really going to insert myself into this? Like, what <laughs> could anything good happen from me playing Batman here and trying to solve all of the world's evils? Well, I was taught coming up, you know, hey, that's that man and that woman's problems. I ain't never got into nobody's. Mm -hmm. Person. Like when they got when somebody when somebody having a, a dispute, I ain't never gotten the mix of none of that shit, man. That right. ain't never been. Hey, that's that's y'all concern. Now don't kill her, but mm. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, fucking hey, man, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. You know, mm. I don't know their relationship. I don't know what it took for them to get to that moment where he's up over here about to get ready to DDT her ass like Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I don't know. It's crazy because <laughs> think about it. Everybody has their crimes. In yeah. their head mm. that they would be willing to turn into a vigilante for. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, <laughs> even if I'm strapped up like a cowboy, if I spot a bank robbery going on, yeah. 
Wells Fargo, take this L. I ain't getting involved. <laughs> but if I see if I see a kid getting abducted, well, shit, I might just have to turn into fucking Facts. John Wayne. That's, I might have to pull different. out and put that shit right. in the motherfucker's face. You know, like, right. so, you, you know, and that's that's interesting. Like, what, the, what are the other crimes? <laughs> a the type a of child dude, getting abducted, that seems like that's, you got a while out. That's different. Now, you're the type of person that probably you see the armored truck getting robbed. You just drive by. I got my Starbucks. Hell no. You guys have a great day. Armored truck. I <laughs> got my Starbucks. Do you? Hey, I'm gone. Yeah. Holla at y'all, man. Y'all got my latte. Yeah, Starbucks yeah. getting robbed. Hey, man, just can I get my car? And y'all can rob this motherfucker right afterwards. If I walk into the 7 Eleven and I see you running out with a case of monster, go for it. Ain't my problem. We all got our crimes in our head that are, but but they're very few, really. Yeah. Something terrible happened to a woman or like a defenseless person, you know? Yeah. That's when you would jump in. Man, bro, if I seen, listen, if I seen somebody getting hurt like a fucking, if I see an 80 year old woman or something, Getting fucking about to get ready to motherfucker trying to fuck with her. Like, even got a gun on her, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I might sound stupid, but I'm gonna step in. Yeah. I know that's putting my life on the line, but fuck that, man. Ain't gonna do woman, no. I mean, she outside Christ. trying to, man, that's there's terrible. some, hey, there's women that still gotta, there's, there's, hey, man, there's single ladies that's 70, 75, 80 years old, man, that still gotta drive themselves to the grocery store or do things like that. It's not unheard of, you know mm. what I'm saying? And motherfuckers try to get up on them. Why you try? Why don't you try to rob? Why don't you try to go rob somebody for real? Yeah. Why you gotta rob somebody who's helpless, who she probably ain't doing that good or motherfucking self? But you gonna you gonna sit here and you gonna pull a bag up off her, bro? It's the uh, it's the post PPP scam era where everybody had this like really easy lick that they were working for a little bit, even though a bunch of the people who were doing that lick ended up mm-hmm. in prison. But then after that. You know, that, that kind of ran out for the most part. And now people are just getting really creative. And yeah. it, a lot of times when I say creative, I just mean more violent. When you see all these people like chilling outside the club in Hollywood and then they follow a rich person home and then they put a gun in their face and they take their watch and all that shit. I mean, hey, that's shit that anyone could have done that over the past however many years it's just the fact that people are starting to get more and more clever what makes me worried is i hope that it doesn't turn into fucking mexico where (laughs) in mexico they'd be doing the kidnapping where if you're you know a rich family or whatever and you got a daughter they'll fucking kidnap your daughter and fucking hold her hostage yeah give us a million bucks and then as soon as they give you the million bucks they don't even give it to you they're like oh we're gonna need another five and then you give them the five and they send you a picture of her and they get you to you know that that shit's crazy but think about it what has caused that to become a thing in mexico is just the fucking sheer poverty Poverty. is that people need money so bad that they've gotten insanely creative at the at the behest of their moral compass because they're Mm. doing stuff that is so horrible but when you think about it if you want to hit a lick and you're willing to be the worst person on earth Mm -hmm. it's easy as fuck if you're a dude, how hard would it be for you to, you know, over the course of a week or two, meet a girl, win her, win her over, start going over her house or whatever, and then just boom, fucking kidnap her, make her parents <laughs> give you a million bucks? It'd be kind of easy to pull. Well, I mean, actually, it'd be easy to get caught, too. But, like, you know, if you were willing to go to the most extremes of evil, let's talk you could about, do all kinds of cool shit. Let's talk about Not cool. these fucking, these, these, these men that like to take kids and like, you know, what I'm saying? these pedophiles. I seen something the other day, somebody had posted it and it was, it was on a pedophile and this pedophile, he had stated, he was like, I don't follow teenagers. He says, I follow single moms. He says, and I find out if they're single, if they got no man in the house, that's the ones I target. He says, I don't ride around in a white van. 
who, is people got who it interviewed up. this guy? It, it was, I forgot what it was on, but there's a, here, I want to read it. Wow, that sounds crazy. I want to read it real quick. Let me see what he had said. Let's go to it real quick. You, you would think that most people doing that sort of thing wouldn't really be open to being interviewed. Bro, that shit was crazy, Maybe man. they found him on the dark web or something. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was real quick. Let me see. Oh, uh, here we go. He said, uh, single mothers, somebody had posted this, and there was like, uh, single mothers with children at home, take it easy on posting your cubs so much. I just watched an interview with a child predator, direct quotes. I don't follow teenage girls on social media. I look at the mother's page, and if I don't see a man in the house, that's who I target. I get at the, I get at the mother to get to the daughter, spend some money because that's what, that's what a good man does. Smiled, and I'm in there. I used her selfishness and loneliness against her. With all this co-parenting, I'm having my way. I'm a wolf, and there's no hunters around to protect the flock. I've been doing this a long time. I'm a master at it, so who's going to stop me? Every predator doesn't drive just drive a white van. Some are handsome, charming, and drive a Benz. Feel, uh, feel these dudes out like, like your life depends on it, because it actually does. What the fuck? It's a fucking hunt. That just threw I want to know the source, because I'm still i just like <laughs> trying to figure out how a person would even get this kind of guy to go on record or how that works. Fuck, but that's man. fucking crazy. I mean, yeah, you, 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 when you hear, you know, like I was just did an interview with uh, this guy, Jason Ellis, the other day, and I'm watching Ooh. an interview with him before I did the interview, and he's talking about how that exact situation would basically happen to him where, you know, like adults would do stuff to him when he was a kid. Right. And it's just so, like me as a new parent it's so hard for me to even imagine how that kind of thing happens without the parent you know knowing about it right but yeah. it happens so fucking much that you know man bro terrifying. I, I, I tell you man like it, it's 2022 man like people are figuring out different ways to do different things like people are stealing accounts on instagram one of my buddies, he got his account stole, and somebody pretty much like locked him out of it, mm. and they start like trying to get money from all the people that he knew. And yeah. these people be from way across the world, man, that are doing this. It's not even really a too many people that are doing it here. It's yeah. somebody that steals your account, yeah. and they make money. They try to make money through it. Like, say, for instance, somebody will steal my account and then try to hit you up for some money. Mm. Say, I'm in a fucked up way. Hey, man, could you could you, could you zell me? And what they'll do is, if you zell them, cash app them, whatever, they get into, they figure out a way to get into your account to get everything out of it. Mm. So that's the game. And if These you think about it. cold, bro. Think about it. Fuck you If I was 18 right now, Huh? And I didn't have shit going on, and I didn't want to have a job or whatever. Yeah. I guarantee I could figure out how to do that shit, and I guarantee <laughs> that I could be making myself a nice couple thousand a month or whatever it might yeah. be. Like I remember one time I was a, I I went on my story and I said fuck you, I don't follow this guy because there was somebody pretending to be Crip Mac, like you know scamming for promo and all this kind of shit, pretending mm. to be him. Mm. And the guy hits me up directly, and he basically kind of laid out his whole game plan of he's like, I've been doing this for ten plus years. I, I you know I, I do this yada yada. He's talking about he ran this account, he ran this account, and I've seen it over the years where you know if there's somebody popping up, I guarantee there's fake sharp accounts on Instagram. Yeah, that are trying to get some money out of people. Hey, I'll I'll listen to your song. Hey, I'll I'll send you a T-shirt. I'll do whatever the fuck. I mean, that's just another futuristic lick like why a lot, that's why a lot of the people who probably would have been selling crack or whatever back in you know the wire era or whatever yeah. they're fucking 
out here running some little Instagram scams because there's probably more money in that and way less risk. Ain't nobody getting caught doing that. <laughs> Once in a fucking blue moon, maybe somebody gets caught. But 99.9% of the time, I mean, the, the percentage chance of you getting caught being an Instagram scammer or whatever is so minuscule in comparison to selling drugs, whatever the fuck, in the sex trade, Every other way that we could imagine the dudes that we knew were getting money throughout our lives. Those fuckers that scam for the blue the blue check on Instagram, I want oh, everybody man. to know right now, man, that's not true. You, <laughs> you need to understand Instagram will give you your blue check. Nobody else can help you with that. Mm. So that's bullshit. You know, I just thought I'd throw that out there because there's a lot of people that get beat for their money because yeah. they'll sit there and ask you for a hundred dollars and then they'll sit there and ask you for two hundred dollars and then they'll be like, oh, I just need another hundred bucks. And then I'm almost there. I'm almost there. You can catch them up in the shit and the motherfuckers are still like try to just come on and believe me. Mm. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But man? I mean, most of the time, it's probably some fucking dude in Nigeria or some shit. And it is. And if he gets two hundred bucks out of you. He just hit his fucking lick for the year. Like that shit means so much to these dudes. They call it what do they call them, the Yahoo boys, because yeah. <laughs> they be on Yahoo just scamming money out of people Hell and shit. Yeah, bro. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh man, they'll always find a cool name for some criminals to make yeah. them sound badass. I'm fucking with the Yahoo boys. Yeah. What's the most fucked up? Let me ask you. What's the most fucked up scam you ever saw done? Saw done or yeah. perpetrated myself. I mean, I don't want to put you in the placement of anything. I'm just saying mm. what you've saw, what you've seen throughout your life. Like, damn, I, I seen some shit one time where somebody did this. You know. Well, one time I was uh, pulling up. I was riding bikes outside of a fucking hotel in Boston, and mm. there was a Red Sox game going around around the corner. Mm. And uh, I, I'm watching this guy, and he's pulling up to park, and a dude goes up to him and says, like, "Yeah, it'll be twenty dollars." Okay, boom, thank you. The guy takes twenty dollars and then he just walks away, and then the actual <laughs> the actual parking attendant comes up and says, "Oh, that would be ten dollars." He'd be like, "I just gave that guy twenty bucks," and he he went he went that way. He said, "You just gave a random fucking homeless guy twenty dollars," <laughs> and that's when I realized that's how many pretty, licks there hey, were to hit. That was pretty dope right there. To like just walk yeah. up, hey, twenty bucks to park. Because the vehicle. guy the guy who did it. <laughs> I was thinking when I looked at it, I'm like, this guy looks kind of dirty. Like, he kind of looked like a dusty ass. You know, I'm like 19, so I'm not like a great judge of people yet. But I'm thinking in my head, like, that guy works for the hotel? And then I realized in like five minutes, like, no, that guy does not work for the hotel. That's just a random dude. And that's the oldest scam in the book. Just but it's, it's a beautiful scam. It's, it's, it's definitely classic, man. Because the guy, it's like, what crime did this guy even commit? Right. I don't know. Like, if a cop had showed up, <laughs> I don't think a cop would have really been interested in, in arresting him. Even. <laughs> you got you handed him the 20 bucks? Yeah, I handed him the 20 bucks. You know? There's not really much you can do if you hand somebody something. It's different if you got a fake name tag and you're really going yeah, hard really impersonating. Working. You really, yeah, yeah, you really atting the shit, but... Yeah, no, I get it, man. So let me ask you this. What is, what's your impression of the podcast that we did yesterday with Selena Powell? She was uh, coming in a little disrespectful, I felt. Uh, I, I, think I think you that, held it together think, pretty well. Yeah, I think that it was cool. I think that, you know, uh, I tamed her down some, man. I just didn't like how baby kept grabbing for my private parts, you know. Her afterwards. friend. Yeah, her friend. Yeah. They was both trying to get it. I'm like, no, baby, that ain't what we going to do. That friend Back wasn't up. looking too bad, though. You weren't a little tempted? 
Nah, bro. I mean, bro, to be honest with you, man, I'm, it, it, it's not about being tempted. It's about just keeping some respect. Mm -hmm. And if that was, if that was to go down, come on now, baby girl, isn't there a time and a place? But you don't, Isn't there yeah. a time and a place like being <laughs> being adults? Like I'm just saying, then that's a big if. Because that's one thing I notice about Sharp is that I notice that Sharp will never be like, yeah, I wanted to fuck that bitch. Sharp always keeps his cards close to his chest. You will never, because you're a man, you got to be fucking something. And I that, have no idea. A woman, a woman always wants to know your weaknesses, man. As mm. soon as you speak up and say, "Hey, you know, I want to fuck," you already losing. She already knows she got you. Mm. She already knows she got you because you already you want something from her. So she gonna dangle that shit over your face, man. You're good at playing hard to get. You know, you, no, I'm hard. I, I'm good at not letting a bitch just figure me out on the first day. It's not happening. You know what I'm saying? We're not just gonna play them games. Mm. So. That's just me, man. That's just how I am. You're putting me on the game, though. You're telling me things that, that make sense, like, as a strategy. You know? If hey, you man. make yourself seem too easily available to women, when I think about myself throughout my 20s and shit, one of my big flaws in terms of my game when it came to girls mm -hmm. was that I made it too obvious what was abundantly tr true and clear, which yeah. is that I was down to fuck any of you bitches. I li listen, man. Any I, I, of them. I, I wasn't waiting out, holding out for the hot friend. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, Let's just I love, get it in. I love, listen, I love women, man. I love women to death, you know. But I'm always, the t I've always been the type of person. I got tired of just having a bitch, man. I wanted mm -hmm. to have the bitch you and not just a bitch. Yeah. Uh, that's just me, man. That's just <laughs> how I am. I don't really just, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm rare. I'm not for, it's not about being special. I'm just rare. I'm not special. I'm rare. Mm. That's all it is. And I'm in a rare form. Right. At all times, you know what I'm saying. So I'm not. I'm not just gonna sit there. I'm, I'm not for everybody. Okay, but I'm not for everybody. When you do have a woman who you really like, and you mm -hmm. actually got her alone, and you're spending time with her, mm -hmm. are you the type of dude who's just? Getting it in real quick, or are you meditating in that pussy? Are you are you camping out? Like, I, oh no, I'm kind of fascinated by like what kind of lover is this? This is my dude? dude right here, bro. I love it. I'm fascinated. He, he he's like, all right, there's certain ways I got to talk to Sharp. Like, there's certain way I'm gonna have to get it out of him. And you know, fuck, like, bro, I'll be I'll be real with you, man. Like, shit, I, you know, when I'm fucking with somebody, man, I'm fucking with somebody. Like, you know, they 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 know what's up. Mm. The people who have the the women that who have dealt with me. They know what's up, man. Okay. Period. Point blank. You know, and it's all, and it's all love. It's all love, man. Maybe that's why I'm a hard man to forget. I don't know. It's crazy because sometimes <laughs> you, you'll, you'll be Facetiming me late at night, and yeah. we'll be talking, mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll I'll catch little glimpses of what the actual life of Sharp is like. Yeah. And it's it's kind of crazy because it's like you know when you're hanging out with Spider Man, like you don't you don't get to see <laughs> him the, eating the, a slice of pizza <laughs> exactly. in front of his TV. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just seeing yeah. sort of like normal pieces of your life. And I'm starting yeah. to put together like, oh, <clears throat> he is just a man. I live, you know, bro, I, I try to, um, I like my alone time. Like, I like being able just to chill, man. Okay. I don't like a lot of riffraff. You know, it's a lot of that shit already going on outside. So when I come home, man, I be wanting some peace and quiet. You know, I already got to deal with fucking some straight bozos, some mm. some clown ass bitches sometimes, or just you know overall doing my work and doing the things that I got to do. You know, so it's cool to be able to go home, you know, and find my peace, man. Throwing some oldies, sit back. I like to clean my house, get it smelling good, just doing what I do. You know, right. just got get, having a good vibe going. Right. You know, or I like that. You know what I mean? Incense. Man, I don't like incense. Okay. I, I I feel like that's some uh. 
I don't know. I feel like that's some smoke shop shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want the smoke shop. Got some, I don't really like incense. I like a lot of candles and shit like that, though. Mm, okay. Good smelling candles and things like that, though, man. I like that. You know, it's cool. I like, I like, like I said, peace and quiet for me, man, is is everything, man. Right. That, that shit, it, that shit makes me feel good at an abundance. It's interesting, though, because when I am around you, a lot of times I'm like, holy fuck, like this motherfucker could talk forever, mm-hmm. which is a gift for a podcaster because sometimes, you know, I'll be interviewing someone. And I'll kind of hit a wall. Like, what the fuck is someone, what, what else am I going to say to this person? I don't know. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. like, they ain't going to volunteer nothing unless I pull it out of them. Yeah. And as a podcaster, you kind of have that gift of gab where it's easy for you to just rattle on about whatever the fuck I want to bring up. Yeah. Same thing I see that with WAC 100. WAC 100 is going to have the easiest time being a podcast host because WAC 100, you could, you could say, hey, check out this banana. And you're going to fucking... Tell you ten stories about something that happened to the homie eating a banana yeah. back in the day. But I think I think it's really all about like <coughs> interviewing people. <coughs> Ooh, the sushi. <coughs> I think it's about inter- interviewing people that you're interested in and can hold a good conversation because it's not just an interview. It's supposed to be an overall good conversation, mm-hmm. having a healthy conversation. Whether whether the health comes from being good or bad, you know, mm-hmm. it could go a little bit of a ride. You know, it can go a little bit left field, but it's okay. You know, just keep moving, man. Keep people around that, you know, you're interested in, man, or have an interesting story. It's mm. always about, podcasting should be about, you know, when you when you t- sit down with somebody, it's because you're interested in their story. Right. You're interested in how they've came up or how they've made it through. But when we sit down with some of these people, they don't fucking talk about it. Mm. They just kind of block off. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that, but here, you want to hear about me getting fisted? <laughs> no, bitch. I don't want to hear about you getting fisted. How about you tell me, okay, we can. W- let's lead up to that. What were you doing? What led up to you getting fisted? Can we at least do that? Nobody wants to talk about it. They just want instant, no, this is me. I'm here. Are you alluding to Kazumi? Because I was watching an episode with you and her where you were getting into a real argument and then she seemed like, she was just like, so I got gangbang the other day and I was just kind of <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Much love to Kazumi. Kazumi, I think she's great. She's, she's, a, cool, she's a great man. entertainer. She's doing a great job out there. I very much enjoyed having sex with her with a condom. But yeah, yeah it's kind. I was kind of like, come on, Kazumi, you're but better you, than that. But Don't me, be a one trick. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to knock Kazum Zoom. But if you really <laughs> think about it, though, if you take away all the nasty shit that she talks about, right? Mm. What has she got to offer? And that, if you take away, like, if yeah. she couldn't talk about no nasty shit, let's see if we're still. You know, let's see if we're still interested or people are interested like they once were before. Mm. And I like having her on the podcast and stuff. But if she wants to, because I think she's trying to do her own podcast and stuff. If she Mm. wants to have a hold on an audience in Mm. the long term, you're going to have to figure out how to be the real you and really show some depth. Which I think is kind of sometimes a difficult thing for some of these OnlyFans girls because they're so used to just capping and saying whatever the fuck to just sounds slutty or whatever to just get dudes turned on and right. get them you know hyped up and shit like that and uh hey my man yeah. hey my man hey my man you go grab me a drink out the fridge thank you bro back to it <laughs> my ba- hey no, man shit cool. this is a real conversation <laughs> that was a little shit. butler interlude i like yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> hey yo hit me with a water yeah no he know what to grab me 
Better not be no damn water. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what to grab me, brother. You know what to grab me. Crushing my But, you know, hell yeah, let's do it. But like I said, you know, it's early, man, so I can't just be, you know, on no champagne. And You're no like shit. a cowboy, just yeah. smoking and, and drinking to start the day. Man, if I had a beard, man, I'd get a piece of cactus to brush it. You could have a beard. Right? <laughs> no, no, my shit you, don't grow like that. It don't? Bro. No. Hey, how would you express uh, your emotions at me and AD watching your old rap videos from back in the day on stream? Like, is is that like kind of cringy? Like, you're like, oh, dude, don't fucking watch my shit from back in the day. Or are you kind of like, hell yeah, that was a that was a dope era in that my was, life. It was a it was a time. Listen, man, I've said it before. I liked I did music just because I liked it. Mm. It was it's just an art, man. It was a way for me to release at times. You know, man, if I felt like I was, you know, some people go and work out. You know what I'm saying? That's what some people do, right? When they want to just go and blow off some steam or just, you know what I'm saying, not think about certain shit or that's what I would run to, man. I go to the studio, man, and just drop some shit. I and like it, it was and it was cool. Yeah, man. I never tried to sell anything. Now if the shit would have blew up, motherfuckers would have wanted to fuck with it. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course I'm want something from it, but I never I didn't start it. I didn't start out doing that. I did it because I had love for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get into it because I'm like, oh, I want to be a rapper. I see niggas making money off this. No, fuck that. I did it because I had love for music. I like music. Right. You know, I listen to a lot of music, different genres of music. We that couldn't get it. you on a track with A D in twenty twenty two. I don't know. Ooh. How do people feel about that one? Y'all motherfuckers set. Y'all are set up. Fuck you. You too. <laughs> Most of all, you. Y'all motherfuckers just put me on the spot, huh? Like, no, yeah. okay, because we, we have a because plan. Because I feel like you was talking to Banks about that shit. No, bro. I didn't mention it. No, no, no. That's a good idea, though. I'm going I'm to keep mentioning it to him, too. <laughs> keep that idea in the air. No, because this we have a plan. Once we have the new office going, yeah. we're going to have a studio in there so that our homies and shit Don't can tell record. them everything. Don't tell them everything. I won't break it down doing. too much, but we're yeah. going to have a studio where we can record rap music and whatnot. Yeah. And one of our plans is to do a 12-hour lock-in with House Phone and AD and, and put together a fucking, I don't know, six, seven, eight song project while we're on live stream so the people at home can watch us create this music. I said that if they actually do this, that I would be willing to get in there and volunteer a verse, even though I've never rapped on a track before. I don't All know if I'm going to regret eight this. Bars. Eight bars for me. Eight, eight to 12 bars. I like the sounds of that. Eight bars. Eight to 12 bars. But I'm very verbose. I have a lot to say. I feel like if I, if I do eight bars, I'm going to be like, no, no, no. I got to talk about this, too. I got to talk about the streets. Talk about how you got OnlyFans on lock. <laughs> I got to talk about getting my ass eaten. <laughs> you going to talk about you got fucking OnlyFans on lock. If huh? Sharp got a verse, then yeah. that project really going to be. You're yeah, going to be getting the, And then you're going to get one, one Spotify check, and you're going to be like, hmm. I got to go do some, uh, I got to go do some work out in, uh, in Atlanta. In a few days, fucking uh, shout out to my boy Fishing Grits, man. He uh, he got me coming down. I'm gonna do some. Um, I'm gonna go do something in the studio for him, like do some some voiceover, whatever. Okay. Uh, be in his video, shit like that. So you know, I've been just working, man. I've been working with people, but I ain't been dropping no verses. Okay. Yeah, you're moving around, huh? Yeah, people got me moving around. I've been moving around like a motherfucker, man. It's been good. That's been, fire. It's been healthy, man. I mean, you know, just to uh, see shit from a different side, man. It, it definitely uh, feels good, and it's a blessing. Yeah. You know? How are you feeling about podcasting in general? Are you feeling like this is kind of your calling? I do it because I love it. I like bringing real people, overall real conversation to the table. That's what we that's what we do on Sharp Tank. So, you know, I think it's 
I think it's I think it's fun. I think it has a, a, a feel of a little bit of everything. It's it can be funny at times. It can be serious. Shit can get hot headed or or heated. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit. Hey man, it's a little hot in here, man. We might need to open the vents. Mm. You know, it gets like that sometimes. But overall, it's real. None of it's scripted. None of it. It just happens the way it happens, man. That's 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 what I thought podcasting's about, man. Was bringing real people together and having real conversation, or just, hey, man, if it's got to get a little bit, if it's got to get a little bit heated, hey, it happens. Right. People go through that. We ain't over here slugging at each other, trying to swing on each other. No, we, we gonna figure that shit out. Especially when you put two people in a room that ain't never met. They gotta figure out that core balance. Mm. Does that make sense? Yep. You got to figure out that balance with each other. Right. People going to test each other, man. It's just what it is. How do you May feel, the best one win. How do you feel about doing episodes with, you know, you've done stuff with, you know, Mr. Organic, and yeah. Slink Johnson, and all mm -hmm. these, like, different guys, old school yeah. comedians, influencers, et cetera. Yeah. And some of those have done quite well, view-wise. Mm -hmm. But then, obviously, you know, if it's you and a girl screaming at each other, that seems like it does an extreme amount of views and obviously that's just more money in your pocket and whatnot. So how yeah. do you how do you think about the balance between the stuff that maybe is gonna be inflammatory versus the stuff that's just a regular old conversation? Well, I just want people to know like I hate I hate the controversial ones, but it happens. It's a it's a natural thing that happens. I can't help that. At least they know that this shit ain't no reality TV show. The shit that you see that I'm doing is very real. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I just have to let that be known for the viewers. Like it's very it's very real what we're doing. I hate having to do it sometimes, but fuck, it needs to be done. Mm. It needs to be done sometimes. Somebody got to say something, or the bullshit just gonna continue to keep flying. I had to kind of convince you to do the. The Tucker episode. Yeah, that one. See, people think that I just dive into that one. If 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 Josh didn't like really tell me like sharp, like, come on, man, this one right here, it might, it might do good. I'm like, it might do good because I really didn't want to do the shit, man. Mm -hmm. I really didn't. You see, I curved it for a little while. <laughs> I really did. I was like, man, I don't want to do this shit. I don't got time to be just playing with nobody. But you know, we sat down, I mean, and I was trying to listen to what the man was saying. I can hear, I can hear everything that somebody's saying to me even when I'm talking. Mm. That's a gift of mine. I can hear everything that you're saying. That so as you're talking, <laughs> as you're talking, that's why I'm talking. You know, like you said, it explains a lot. Right. I can hear everything, man. Right. Even through some, we, you know what I'm saying, we having to sit there and get our voices get high a little bit. It's, it's, I can hear it all, man. See, I can hear it all. Th that's what's interesting is that when it comes to podcasting, like, okay, compare it to like the UFC. Mm -hmm. Where when they got the main event mm -hmm. and they got whoever the fuck is, is the top contender and they got him facing off against somebody, mm -hmm. it's got to be a very even match for it to be interesting. If you send a six foot four fucking monster out there against a guy who's just a regular schmo and he knocks him out in five seconds, everybody in the fucking crowd is going to be like, well, why the fuck do we even show up? Why do we spend our money to watch this? Yeah. In podcasting, I kind of think of it a little differently because that situation was very much like Brock Lesnar fucking smacking George St. Pierre around. Like it was just a clear weight class discrepancy. Like you were just, you were much more prepared. I'm not sure exactly uh, what his line of defense that he was planning on going with there was, but it was just, you know, it was very, he was outmatched in that environment. And, uh, but it's, it, it's like, it didn't matter. It's cool. Listen, man, shit's cool. When you want to, you can sit there and you can do that shit in the mirror. Or you could do that shit at home or do that shit around a small group of your people. But what happens when you really come across the real one or some shit that you're claiming that you, you're doing or have done? Mm. That's where you're going to get that culture shock. Mm. 
That's where you get a culture shock at. Like, damn, that's like you saying you from a neighborhood, right? Saying you from a set, Adam. Look Hash Brown you. Town. All right, so listen, that's like you saying you from Hash Brown Town, but you really not. So when you run into somebody that's really from there and they really check your ass about that shit, how you think you're going to feel? Oh, no, I'm really from there. I believe that you are, but just using it as an example. <laughs> know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's you, you, you get a culture shock from that shit when you really come across somebody that really did the shit that you just talking about. Hmm. It's a big fucking difference, homie. I feel it. Show weather together. How'd you feel about Rain City Kitty's uh, demeanor during it? Was she, was she laughing a little I too much? I just noticed. You know when I noticed she was really listening to it? And and shout out to to, to my guy, Tucker. Shout out to him. <laughs> shout out to his chick. Hey, man, it's, it's all love to them. But I noticed when I got her, when she was really listening, when I said, man, yeah, she probably she ready to get ready to blow. And she picked up that bottle of water and took a drink. Mm. I, I noticed body language. I watched that type of shit. I could see it all, homie. I'm watching all that shit. I'm watching body language. I'm watching posture. I'm watching everything that's going on. His and him being antsy. I'm he was watching smoking all that. the blood so it, fast. He's like, his body language. <laughs> he that was man, sucking down that blood. Hey, hey, and it's it's nothing but love. I for, fuck with him, but he just it was it was funny, man. It's nothing but love for him, man. Hey, I hope him. I wish him well in all his endeavors. I hope he do what he do, man. But just. He, he needed to understand a few things real quick, you know? Mm. And, it, and for a motherfucker to say, you got the game, who am I to give it to you, man? I want to see what you know first. Why am I going to give it to you for free? Mm. Let me at least see what you know so I know, okay, I'm matching. We, you giving me some back. We can exchange. Fair, fair trade. 11-11. Mm. It's a good number. It's 11-11 right now. Mm. It's a good number, bro. Well, you know, yesterday was 2-2-22. Yeah, we cut some raw shit, too. We did. Raw. Epic. But for me, as Adam 22, that was pretty cool. But also, in <laughs> in 19 days, when it is 2-22-2022, yeah. I don't know. That's just that's, that's that's my day. That's your day. I mean, as Adam 22, is yeah. that going to be? Is that is that is that 22 day? Is that Adam 22 day? I don't know what I'm going to do. I got nothing planned. But it just <laughs> it seems like it, it just stands out to me. I was like, damn, that's a lot of twos. Have the city, have the city man put you together a day. I mean, remember Jay Z did 22 twos? Yeah. I haven't listened to that. A goddamn decade. I got to go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a poetry lounge or some shit. Yeah. In the song. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Um. Yeah. Do you have... Okay, so I, one person that they really want to see you with, mm -hmm. Brittany Renner. I reached out to her. I said, listen, there's a guy named Sharp. People going crazy for him. They want to see you with him. This was right after she did the uh, academics episode of Fresh and Fit. She said, I'm starting my own podcast, and uh, I'm not really trying to be a guest on anybody else's podcast for uh, the time being, but I would be happy to have Sharp on my podcast. Now, from my perspective, she's been on my podcast a couple times, so. She wants the kickback. That's why she's doing it like that. I'm sorry, Brittany. I didn't mean to have to throw you under the bus, baby, but <laughs> nobody's stupid. If your ass want to come on and come sit down, baby, hey, it's nothing but love for you. Come sit down, and I'm just curious to hear about it because there's a few things I want to talk to you about as well. Mm. So I think that it'd be nice. I don't know. Maybe we can come to a happy medium. Maybe we can come to an agreement because, but shit, at that point, man, it's a business arrangement. Yeah. And I'm going to treat it just as such when she stepped down. But she's starting to realize her worth. That's the yeah. problem. In this day and age, all these girls are starting to realize their hey, worth. They're starting to realize, I, I don't got to just be a podcast guest. Yeah. I could go be a podcaster. Well, not necessarily. It doesn't always work out for everybody. We don't know if it'll work out. But you I know. bet she's got some deals on the table out oh, of there. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Don't we all? That's, that's moving and grooving. I mean, the real ones anyway. We're all grooving. All of us. 
Every last one. I of can't us. wait to see. Ooh, I can't wait. Let's try to. Yeah, let's. I don't know. Let's try to put it together. See if we can get the paperwork put together. Yeah, she just. If she, if you're gonna go on her podcast, you should probably just have some kind of gentleman's agreement that she's gonna then fuck with you at some point because that's. Yeah, normally that's how why it's I done. say that's why fair I say trade fair trade. You know, that's why people gotta understand something. Like when you're doing that, you gotta have something to offer. It don't always have to be bread, but it's gotta be something. You gotta show people that you're serious about your craft. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's exchanging followers, exchanging, you know, different types of, you know what I'm saying, groups of people, you know, okay, some of my people come fuck with you. Some of your people come fuck with me. That's the exchange. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not all this bullshit. Motherfuckers just like, hey, man, put me on. And then they don't got nothing to offer. You got a thousand people that fuck with, don't even mm. fuck with. You got a thousand people. Like, what, come on, you got to build, you got to get more press. But what's get it take for, for you to want to have somebody on the Sharp Tank at this point? Because you mm. probably have all kinds of people swimming up in your DMs trying to mm. challenge you, slash, trying to be on here to show you love, et cetera. I get a lot of, listen, man, like, I get more messages in my in my inbox. I'll show you. My should be, message requests be full of. Like, I get more, I get more messages sent to me of people saying, you know, I appreciate you for all you do. You really help me. So, you know, to me, that's a lot of my payment as well, just hearing them words from people because we all keep it going. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It keeps us all going together, you know? Right. So I, I get a lot of good messages, man, positive messages. Of course, I'm going to get a few duds. There's always going to be somebody that's got to say fucking something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not everybody's going to agree well, with you. A, but it'd be a person It'd be a person with zero followers, no right. picture. Fucking they're hiding behind it. But you I know? guarantee you got girls swimming up in your DMs. Who, I don't fuck with them. I leave them alone. You would not be able to, to meet a potential guest. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest, man. I just don't even go looking at that shit because I don't know. I just think that it's all. I don't know. I think everybody be out. To, I just, I don't know. I don't trust people like that. <sighs> yeah, but, man, sometimes I'll be looking at my inbox and there's money in there. Well, they need to. Hey, I have a fucking. On, listen, on my Instagram, I have a business email. You hit my email for uh, any type of inquirements that you would need or any type of services that you would need. You don't need to ask me any of that through my inbox because that's already unprofessional. If you go to my page, you'll see booking at the sharp one. Dot com or whatever. And is that going to banks? Huh? Is that going to him? No, it goes to me and him. Okay. Yeah. So I get to see it as well. You know what I'm saying? And is I'll he vetting pussy opportunities as well? No, bro. It ain't none of that shit, man. We don't get it. You want to see our emails, man? We match emails. I bet you your shits is nasty, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. No, hey, girls yeah. want to do content with hey, me. You know how, like, everything has the... Hey, exactly. So you know how everything has, like, the subject? That shit probably be saying, yeah, anal tonight at 8.30. <laughs> like, no, no, no. They want to get on the calendar. They want to get on the schedule. I don't fuck at 8.30. Yeah. That's too late. No, but you know what will be weird is a girl would be in my DM saying, yeah. I want to be on your show. And yeah. I don't know if that means I want to be on No Jumper, which most likely you, you do know, not have enough clout to be on there. You, or they want to be on Plug Talk, a.k.a. they want to have my dick in their mouth. Yeah. You know who would hit me up? And I think we're probably going to do one with them soon. I think it's them, but I think it's the Claremont Twins. You ever heard of them? Oh, stop it. You ever heard of them? They want to. They They're hit huge. me up, and I've had them hit me up from a few different pages that were their shit. So oh, I don't yeah? know. They were like, "Yeah, we want to get up." Because they got the individual accounts as well. right? Yeah, they yeah. wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So it sounds like they want to come on the show. So you oh, know, that'd I be mean, lit. Yeah, they they more than welcome. They're and, big you know, man. That would be a fucking yeah. great one for you right there, and that's dope yeah. because like, you know, some, I never knew who they were. I mean, no offense oh, yeah. to them. I'm not no, yeah, knocking them, but they're popping. I, yeah, one of them did some time because she fucking she was fucking with a dude who died, and then she kept using his credit card allegedly. Damn. 
I real mean, bitch. Shit, who real didn't... bitch. Well, let's think about it. I ain't knocking her shit. Why didn't it cut the motherfucker off? <laughs> motherfucker going to use it, man, to the end, to the wheels fall off. That's a given. That's a fucking given. That's an easy given. If she was your girl, would you instruct her to do such? Fuck no. No? Don't want to be attached to that shit. Mm. Don't nobody, if, if, if that was ever a chick that I ever dealt with, like, like why would I want her to be attached to something like that? Like, that's, if, okay. move on in life, man. Like, that shit, because that shit always comes back and bites you in the ass. People got to be smarter <laughs> than that, man. Like, you can't be playing on people's shit like that and thinking that that shit's all tracked. That shit's all documented. Like, <laughs> it's a paper trail for them, you know? So if you're going to, don't be an idiot. Don't be a dumb dumb. Anybody that's listening to this, do not be a fucking dumb dumb. Don't sit there and do shit that you think is not. Nine times out of ten, the shit that you act so carelessly about moving in is the shit that always comes back and bites you in the ass. Mm. Lessons the shit learned. that you think, the shit that you think that mm. man, you ain't even got to worry about no more. Man, they, that shit comes back and fucks you over. So you gotta be careful. You gotta be mindful. I like you gotta, it. You gotta be mindful, man. If you hypothetically had a girl under your wing. And there was a guy who was interviewing her, and he had money. Would you get the interviewer guy to send you? No. That's that's to me, man. That's just th- that's to me. To me, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Is that's, that fair game? Is that's that some, a, a to tactic me, that's that you respect? I don't respect that, man. Oh, that's okay. a like you playing with like it's not even because you like there was no services, no sexual services involved. Mm. Like, think about it, man. Like, this was just somebody who was genuinely trying to help them out. He runs a he runs a legitimate fucking platform. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it's not like he's just and everybody knows that. It's mm. not like it's a it's not a Bush's baked bean fucking secret. Mm. Like, come on, man. Hell no. Okay, but let me ask you about this. This is one other thing that she said in her interview that does not relate to Mark at all. She said that at one point a dude picked her up, a crazy ass dude. And he was driving super fast, and for whatever reason, she jumped out of the fucking car, got third-degree burn. She was super scratched up, all fucked up, cracking her skull or some shit, she said. She goes back to the track, and her dude says, get back to work. Standard or extreme cruelty that is shocking to you? What shocks me is that you even... You got... If I'm retired, man, so right. is I look at it like if you're gonna put your chick, like man, you gotta figure out a better way to keep her safe, man. That's your number one priority is keeping her safe. Her safety comes. You have to be her. You're supposed to be her protector, number one. So you have to keep her safe, even when she feels <laughs> like, okay, well, this is a situation I could have got it in. I could have got this in. It seems so easy. No, you're not doing that. Mm. You're not doing that. And it's because I feel I feel a certain type of way about it. No, because mm. your safety comes first. Safety is everything, man. Without that, that's why you hear these crazy-ass stories like you're saying, oh, man, bitch had to jump out the car or, you know, this happened. This this man's over here beating this bitch up. Like, it's because, man, you got to put some – you got to keep some safety about the situation, man. Mm. It seems You like got to keep some safety. It's got to be why. tough to keep a degree of safety on Because Figueroa. everybody learns – listen, man, in every game, you ever notice every game that you can play, whether it's podcast game, any game, mm. it always evolves. So you have to roll with the times. Mm. You have to roll with those, man. You have to evolve with them. You can't just learn it once and get stuck on it, and that's all you know because that's all you'll ever be. That's the only place you'll ever go. Mm. You have to, you know what I'm saying, widen your horizon. Preach. You did. 
Church. <laughs> I'm not going to try to say it with like three U's. Church. Yeah, no, no, man, it's, it's church. But, you know, I, like I said, man, it, you know, with that guy, it, I just wanted him I'm to know, man. I'm not even alluding the, to him. I the just, culture. That's, that's what you but guys that say, shit, right? But that shit, yeah, that shit bothered me, though, man. Like, for somebody to think, man, that shit's true culture, man. Like, you... You don't do no shit like that, homie. That shit was disrespectful to me. I, I to me, and I it was hard for me to look at it around his neck. Mm. It was hard. It wasn't what the jewelry cost. Nice jewelry, man. I, I've seen hundreds of thousands of chains. That's easy, but you gotta. It, it's what it said, man. It had its culture, man. You you plan. Don't fucking play like that. That's all I'm saying. You don't do that. And I would have told anybody that they didn't know. Obviously, he did not fucking know. Right. You have a deep reverence for the game. I have a lot of love and respect for it, man. One respect. thing that has kind of come with you reaching new levels of stardom, mm -hmm. and I'm not sure to what extent you want to name names here, but mm -mm. you've had some legends in the game who you once felt like you had a strong relationship with that maybe don't want to pick up now. You were telling me this, that you feel like certain people that you previously had a good relationship with, that they might be uh, jealous of your success. You Thoughts? know, I think, I think that... I think it comes with the territory, man. It's, it's it's sad because you know I was always taught, even as a kid, when you own and you doing your thing, not everybody gonna be able to go, mm. and not everybody's gonna feel that because they're gonna feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm your friend. Like, you know, they'll call banks or they'll call me, like, oh man, can he do this favor for me, or can he do this, or can he do that? Like, oh, well, that's the homie, man. You ain't called me in two years. Motherfucker ain't seen you in two and a half years and you just popping out. No, man, come fuck with me every day so that shit can feel meaningful. Mm. Don't just hit me when you need something, man. Oh, is I hit it, you is it like I, that? I hit motherfuckers to see how they doing. I don't just, you know what I'm saying? I don't just, I don't just hit motherfuckers to see what they're doing. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I call to see how you're doing, not what you're doing. Mm. That's some sneaky shit, man. That's call me to see how I'm uncle. doing. Call to see me. Hey, man, call to see how I'm doing. Not what I'm doing. I you like did. That. But has it been weird for you to get used to the extent to which people that... I put it in the back of my mind, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm moving forward. That shit right there, cloud the, the front fucking window shield. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. Mm. Cool on that. Put that shit in the back. Put it in the trunk. We'll deal with that shit later. Right. Deal with that shit later. Do you think you're getting the respect you deserve within that community, though? Because you you had already won Pimp of the Year, right, or Player of the Year, whatever no, the fuck it was. Never, I don't know what I don't know what they talking about. What was that award that you won back in the day, though? I didn't win nothing. <laughs> okay, I didn't win shit. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I didn't win nothing, man. You know what I won, man? A a a, a great chance to move forward in my life. That's right. what I feel like I've won overall is to be able to sit here with you right now, man, and chop this shit and do what we do, and you know, makes you know what I'm saying. We do what we do, but get the, get that bag. <laughs> you're you're putting this culture or this lifestyle or, the, or just by you being out here, you're clearly kind of like doing it on a bigger level than nearly anyone before. You know what I feel do like. You feel man? like you're getting the respect you deserve. Hey man, if not, I'm gonna take it. Mm. I'm gonna take it anyway. I got my respect. Motherfuckers know they can say whatever they want to say about me behind closed doors. You can. Try to run my name in the mud, but it still ain't going to stand for shit, motherfucker. I'm going to still be here. Mm. I'm going to still be here and still kicking this shit. You're going to have to respect that. That I ain't going to change just because of the way your ass feel about me, you know? And it's nothing but love to everybody, man. I ain't got no hate towards nobody, man. This is me. This is me, man. I'm going to always speak on it. I ain't never going to bite my tongue. That shit hurts. Mm. You know 
you know? So I always tell it for what it is. But overall, I got love for the game, man. I got love for anybody who ever stood in it. Me, hey, man, I'm, touch, I'm touching other doors, man. I'm going through other doors right now. Mm. So that ain't something that's, you know, on my mind. Definitely. You know? You're opening the door for other people, though. I bet that there's going to be a lot of shark copycats. Trying, man. I mean, shit, I've seen a few. I mean, but shit, it don't matter. I mean, I still congratulate him, and, and I hope it makes it for I hope it, they, that they make it. Mm. It ain't no... It ain't no hatred. Like, I ain't, oh, look at this motherfucker trying to copycat. No, nah, man, it's cool. Go ahead, man. Like, if you need some help, man, hit me up. If you got any questions, hit me up. Hey, man, what do you think I can do to get this? Hey, man, here, you can do this. I don't got no problem, man, helping them with the game. Mm. I'm going to tell, tell you what I've learned or what I know. I, I can at least give you that. Do you see yourself as a podcaster? Do you see yourself as, like, a one-man show? Or, like, you know, when, when I do the No Jumper show, I've got AD and House Phone. When uh, AD does his show, he's got T-Rell and Duno. Could you see yourself having a co-host or two co-hosts and then having guests on as well? Uh, and Or do you, like, I don't know. What do you see the future of you as a Maybe, podcaster? Maybe, but I'm not going to say, listen, Sharp Tank is one of the realest things, one of. So motherfuckers can say, I, I ain't say the one, but one of the realest motherfucking podcasts that run through No Jumper. So it's got to be some real motherfuckers sitting down with me, man. So, you know, them seats, hey, man, there's nobody sitting in them seats right now, but eventually there's going to be a face there. Mm. You know, I think that there should be, you know, I think it'll be fun, you know, just to kind of, like I said, just to broaden the content. I'm saying overall, just make the conversation spread a little wider. Right. Because there's more people at play that are putting more real shit on the table. So if there's anybody out there, man, hey, man, y'all want to come through, hey, <laughs> for real, man, just go ahead and send your application in and, you know, we'll have our people get back to your people. <laughs> right. Well, even yesterday you had a, a young lady with you. Yeah. That you brought in to do an episode with. Yeah, it was And dope. I was like, oh, well, look at this. This it was a, dope. A new level of trust where Sharp is bringing a woman that he knows through his life around. Because previously, all the girls that you've done podcasts with have been ones that we served up for you. <laughs> and I tell you, man, I don't always like what y'all put on my plate. <laughs> I eat that shit. So <laughs> and I mean, you know, I don't blame you necessarily. Yeah. But like, that's why it was interesting to see you bring through somebody that I assume that you have a, a, a mutual respect for already yeah. since a lot of the girls that we've served up have been contentious. I want to do another panel. Let's go. I want to do another panel. I want to do another panel with, I think this would be dope. I think, uh, Blue Jasmine, Eliza, of course, Ooh. Selena Powell. They hate each other. Apparently. Bring them through. Fuck they that. They all hate each Fuck other. Fuck that. They ain't going to do shit while I'm sitting here. <laughs> they ain't going to do a damn thing. They're going to talk like ladies amongst themselves. They're not going to do none of that. They ain't going to do none of that bullshit. No, we're going to sit down. We're going to figure out some shit. I want to have them all there. I don't know. We'll figure out another spot. I want to do a big ass panel. Like, I want to do like a fucking nine, 10 person panel. Do it, man. I think it'll be, I think it'll be dope, you know, make sure everybody. Get their turn, do what they supposed to do. How many episodes did you actually film while you were in town? We did the Selena one yesterday. You did the other one with the girl. We did mm -hmm. this one. Mm -hmm. Three? Three. You three while I be in town. Uh, I work hard. Okay. I work hard. Hey, man, we dropped these three. Shit. These three be good. I think they're going to really like what I just did, man, with the chicks. It's, it's just opening up. I mean, Selena Powell, I don't know what the fuck she was on. That bitch, man, I'm talking about she was hot in the twat. Her and her homegirl. <laughs> her and her homegirl. Them bitches was hot in the twat, man. I couldn't understand. Like I said, that shit, like if you want to be, if you want me to be attractive to me, man, like you got to just, all you got to do is just sit there and be yourself. You ain't got to already spread your legs. You ain't got to show me what you got to offer. You ain't got to do none of that, baby. Be yourself. That's what's going to turn me on about you. That's what's going to make me look at you differently in a different light versus just sitting there just, you ain't got to play for the cameras, bitch. Be real.
Selena got no respect. Yeah, no, she gonna, but you know what? Her coming around here, man, while I'm around here, she gonna learn to get some. Mm. She gonna learn to get some, and she might be able to get get back on. Seem like she been falling off. Mm. Seem like she been falling off. So, you know, she need to get back on the horse, man. She gonna have to clean up. It was funny because I saw that shit with Sugar Cookie. Before we get about here. I saw that shit with, <laughs> I saw that shit with uh, Sugar Cookie. Yeah, she didn't change that shit up. I see she went and traded in the fucking dingy agas she had on. Right. Them motherfuckers was dingy. She went and traded them things in, man. She wasn't sitting there looking like that no more. I see she had her nice little blazer on, all that yeah. shit. Hey, Sugar Cookie, if you're watching, baby, well done. Well done. Well done. You didn't like her challenging <laughs> me on the, the gun control debate? Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> I must have put about five or six. Hey, I must have put like five or six fucking little stories. Like, I was watching that shit at like four <laughs> in the morning. I'm like, man, she need to shut the... And nothing but love for the girl. But like, mama, you got to understand something. We live just a little bit different over here. I get it. It's a culture shock. Yep. You're not used to seeing that. You're used to seeing people run around with billy bats and fucking clubs and tasers. We're cowboys. Over here... People have real guns. It's what it is, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else before we get about her? Um, I just wanted to thank you for uh, being part of the No Jumper Squad. For and sure. I just want to, uh, you know, put the, the good energy into the air. For sure. Let's fucking keep riding this thing till the wheels fall off because I love everything that we're building. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, man. I just, I'm hyped. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for what's going to come in the future because there is a lot of things that are about to change with No Jumper as in moving and, we you got know, new doing locations. Yeah, new, we got the retail spot. We're going to yeah. do a live show. We got the boxing match coming up. And we want you to be a part of all that shit so yeah. i mean you know let's fucking just, i think it's gonna be go dope crazy. i think it's gonna be dope i don't like to spoil it but we're gonna say a little bit i think it's gonna be dope when we do a tour oh yeah and go see people you know live to where y'all can come and interact with us you know and sit down mm -hmm. with us and you know see us in person versus just always on the camera because we love y'all man mm -hmm. the people that support this channel support us you know and what we're doing whether it's sharp tank end of the day uh you know adam you know jumper doing the interviews and just people supporting us man i just want y'all to know from the bottom of my heart and i'm sure i'm speaking for everybody who works at no jumper or does what they do for no jumper we thank you man because without y'all there's no us one thousand y'all are here for y'all y'all are here to keep our voices moving so i just want y'all to know man we thank y'all we love y'all and uh we hope to get with y'all soon man so Let's make them proud. Yeah, no, for sure. We about to get ready to get up out of here, man. Hey, the Sharp Tank. Smack that subscribe button and head on over to No Jumper Clips and subscribe to like that channel Like a motherfucker. As well. No Jumper. Like. Comment. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the motherfucking world. And we out this bitch. Shoot him out of your ass.